0: information provided is for educational entertainment purposes only and is in no way a replacement for a therapeutic relationship with a licensed mental health professional welcome to today's episode of the minding my black business podcast and i'm your host dr janae taylor now family today we have with us the fellas of the man podcast so let me introduce you to them we have baby huey who is a podcaster and online radio host. He currently co-hosts Equipment Jams, which focuses on pop culture music with DJ Imperial. And he co-hosts The Man Podcast, which focuses on masculinity, allyship, and nourishment for brothers worldwide with his co-host Jane. In addition to honing his bartending and craft cocktail skills, he is also a proud DMV native but he's ready for a new city. You can find Baby Huey at Twitter and on Instagram, Twitter at Baby Huey, and Instagram at BabyHuey2.0. We also have joining us Jay Robinson. Jay is a web developer, host, and podcaster. Jay hosts the Just Say Words podcast, where you can find him at Just Say Words pod, and he's also the co-host of The Man podcast. And his handle there is You Ain't No Man. So, family, let's welcome them to the Minding My Black Business podcast, Baby Huey and Jane. Welcome to my- Today we have some very special guests joining us to the Mind in My Black Business podcast And we are joined by the co-host of the Man podcast Man meaning masculinity, masculinity, excuse me, mm-hmm. allyship and nourishment And we're joined by Baby Huey and Jay, so welcome fellas
1: hey, Thank you for having us Yeah, thanks for um, letting us come through Oh, I, um, ha-
0: it had to happen, it had to happen I had such a great time joining you all a few weeks ago And I had to figure out how to make that happen again. So, thank you for accepting the invitation. I surely appreciate it. Mm -hmm. So, this is what I need for you both to do. Can you all provide me with um, some introductions? And then let the family know where they can find you?
1: Yeah, Huey, you got it? Or you want me to do it? Sure. Uh, I'll go first. So,
2: I'm Baby Huey. That's spelled B-A-E-B-Y. Huey, H-U-E-Y. Um... There's actually a DJ named Baby Huey, but he don't spell baby like I spell it. Um, ah, uh, I'm, you know, I'm a little bit ratchet, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm young, you know, I'm hip a little bit. um, But no, um, I'm Baby Huey. Um, I co-host a man podcast with Jay. Um, and I also co-host another show called I Jams. Um, It's a live radio show that you can watch online on listen to at 12... P.M. on Saturdays Um, So yeah I'm just out here in the podcast World and and broadcasting World trying to spread my light And become something dope and big And uh, you can hit me on the Twitter uh, at baby Huey um, And on Instagram at Baby underscore Huey Um, 2.0 Like I said I co-host the man podcast with Jay Um, Man is an Acronym for masculinity Allyship and nourishment and I'll hand it over to Jay his
1: introductions oh yeah thanks i appreciate that so hey anytime anytime uh you can hit me up on twitter at jae underscore the underscore host um i also do another podcast called the just say words podcast um you can hit that up at just say words pod and that's on twitter you can also find me doing this dope show with baby huey called the man podcast uh you can hit that show up at you ain't no man Uh, and that's on twitter so both of these shows uh just say words and the man podcast tend to be really incredible shows i think mainly we'll be talking a lot about the man podcast here so what we really talk about is like things we can do as men to kind of like be better um and the conversations that we have are about like men across the spectrum right um how they identify and um all races and sexualities and all that different stuff and how we can be better to each other as men and how we can be better for um our lgbtq um family and uh how we can be better for our women and our partners in general um and so i think that show is something i think a lot of people should tune into but yeah that's That's, about it
2: and and that's Set the record straight Um uh-huh. I am a homosexual man Um okay. I know it's hard to believe For some of you ladies I know We're all either gay or taken It's it's okay you'll find yeah. your prince charming one day You but, know I um,
0: can I can hold a, a grief and loss group
2: you know? <laughs> Come on now <laughs> <It comes. laughs> and, uh, um, That's part of what makes the the man podcast What it is the fact that you have this Gay black man and this heterosexual black man And we're just interacting like bros. And just like it's, I feel like it's a dynamic that's rarely seen publicly. Like you might have, you know, friends, but like you rarely see like on TV or on radio where you have two black men of different sexual identities just chopping it up and having dope and real ass conversations um, about real shit. So can we cuss on him? I'm sorry. <laughs> Go for it. Say whatever you need to say. Um, but yeah, so that that's part of what makes the man podcast great is that you have both of us coming from these different identities, but still being able to unite over stuff, and even the stuff that like is different between us. We embrace those differences, and it's just a dynamic that I feel like we both wish uh, we saw more amongst black men, just being bros, regardless of who you like to sleep with, and love and stuff like that so yeah
0: mm-hmm. well I appreciate that you know one of the things that I've been trying to figure out cause I've been you know doing a little homework a little bit of homework um how did you all meet how did you find each other
1: oh about to tell the story uh, how we met <laughs> come on hashtag <laughs> we met on twitter hashtag <laughs> we met on twitter <laughs> no uh so i remember this I'll remember this cause this is funny so in the beginning um, I think we both started our podcast around the same time. Um, I had just started, just say words. Um, I think they, you guys had just started equipment on jam session. Not too long. Maybe before that.
2: Right, we started that in March last year.
1: Okay. Um, so they, like they were around and I had seen them. So we had this like small podcast group about, um, it was probably like six or seven people. Um, mm-hmm who had just started um and shout out to mc from the vocal minority because he's the one who kind of like brought us all together um it was uh us as in like just say words a on jam session cajun california off the clock podcast uh mc from the vocal minority and i think it was like one other person and we had all just started and we just kind of decided to start supporting each other right i mean at that time, I think I was only getting like seven plays and I just was like, hey, I'm like super excited. Seven people hit the play button. I'm, I'm amped. I'm um, I, I still I'm still like in love with what they do over at Equimini. Like, um, Huey and DJ Imperial, like they pull up all this like dope music. So we had like all this conversation back and forth. Um, and I think that was around the time they had just started trying to get guests on their show. And so, like, I think I was one of their first guests. I think um, you were the first. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you were the first. And so, like, we had this, like, oh, it was. Um, the VMAs. Yeah, we talked about the VMAs. And then there was some, we had some conversation about Michael Jackson. And then we just kind of, like, hung out ever since. So we just kind of, like. Oh, but we did problematic jams on Just Say Words. That is true. The VMAs we did, Um, we had this these uh, episodes, which I need to bring back anyway. Uh, called problematic (laughs) jams which is like songs that we love but we know they're about terrible things like for ladies and gentlemen who don't know um we need to talk about what swv rain is about because it's not about rain it's not about precipitation at all (laughs) um so, so yeah and um so we we talked about that kind of stuff but we always stayed in contact with each other and we always kind of supported each other and i think that's something that we tried to carry on going forward regardless of how big or successful the shows became where we want to support new shows and we want to um get get people engaged with their listeners and with other podcasters
0: right yeah okay nice so what was it do you think it was about so today's topic we're going to talk about being an introvert. And part of that is connected to the fact that I have been trying to record something about being an introvert for quite some time. <laughs> but it is hard to do for lots of reasons, and I'll talk about that in a minute. But one of the things that I realized um, in thinking about that is that I tend to be drawn to other introverts. Um, and I mean, you have to be like a certain subset of introvert, but. And I think that's because a lot of creatives tend to be introverts, and so, um, so I sort of vibe off of that. So, what do you think it was about the personality between the two of you that made it so easy to have these other ventures after you, you know, participated in each other's projects?
2: Um, let me answer that one, Jay. Yeah, man, you got it. Um, when we first did like that, the problematic jams on for just say words, and when we did the VMA v recap on Aquamanite jams, like the vibe was just there. Like, you couldn't have told us that we were just talking and like meeting for a for for the first time. Um, because all other stuff it was all on Twitter, so our first time is actually just talking to each other and and, and having. Conversations and stuff It was just like like Old friends that haven't talked in a while Um And it, it felt very Just right and authentic And genuine And Jay just had a dope vibe about him In general Um And When I was thinking of Because I was thinking about doing another show That was more Socially conscious in a sense Because the Aquamanite Jams is pop culture That's music you know it, it we got deep sometimes but it wasn't too too deep but I wanted to do another show that did and I wanted to do it specifically with somebody that was heterosexual and the first person that came to mind was Jay because number one the vibe that we had when we did do shows together was awesome and then the vibe from just say words was dope as well so I'm like that's the perfect person and I don't know anybody else that will make this show great. So I stepped out on Faith and I hit him up and eventually he responded and that's what kicked it off. But that's from jump, it was just Jay just had a dope vibe about him and like I said just say words as an extension of Jay was just like I can see what this dude is about. He's about some real shit and that's what I want to associate myself with. So that's my story. I don't know about Jay.
1: Um, Have anything to add, Jay? No, like I feel like we um, we got off to a really good start. We both were like super busy, um, but outside of that, no, everything here we said is right. So,
0: in sort of going back to today's topic um, about being an introvert, an introversion, it is. It's defined as someone who is shy or someone who is a hesitant person, and I don't really like that <laughs> definition. I don't like. I don't it.
2: either. I, don't either. <laughs> I
0: think it's horrible. Um, so, if we were able to create our own definition, because we we can. I mean, that's the kind of that's kind of world I want to be in, where I can create my own definitions for who I am. It's
2: language it changes all the time.
0: <laughs> um. <laughs> How would, so it's a two part question. How would you define being an introvert? And then, two, how do you know that you're an introvert? And those answers might actually intersect.
2: One of the definitions of introversion that I came across that really stuck with me that I, because I I always knew I wasn't an extrovert because I never really liked people too much. Like, I'll play. And, yeah, but, like, being around people was always kind of draining for me. Uh Um, And one of the definitions of introversion I came across is when you pretty much regenerate your own energy for yourself in solitude, in a sense. Uh Um, And that's always been me. I've been able to, like, I feel better and more rejuvenated after I've, I've had time alone. As Uh opposed to after I've been around people And when I am around people No matter how much I love them Or how how much I enjoy the time I always end up drained People Uh suck out my energy Uh Um, And the only way I can get that back And like I said rejuvenate myself Is by being alone Uh Turning my phone off And laying in the bed all day Um, Uh So that's My definition and perception Rather of introversion Just somebody who Does better as far as managing Their energy and rejuvenating Their energy by themselves As opposed to somebody who gets energy From being around people Uh Um Cause I don't think I'm shy I'm hesitant sometimes And I definitely fill out My environment before I before I'm present in a sense uh-huh. um, So I do I will be quiet I will be off to the side and I will be Very observant but At the same time I wouldn't Say I'm shy because Once I Am in that place where it's like okay I can Let loose and have a good Time I do that regardless Of how familiar I am with the people that I'm Around um, but it's all about filling out that energy and that vibe of that space Before I give and when I do give, I get drained. So I need to go home, be by myself, and get it back together. So, yeah. Mm. Does that make sense?
0: It does. It makes perfect sense.
1: Yeah, I can agree with that. So I'm the opposite. Like, I don't get drained. I'm more like an energy sponge, right? So, like, I can be around people, but then their energy, whatever it is, whether it's, you know, positive or negative, um, kind of can get on to me, and then I can kind of reciprocate that back. So if I'm around some people who are really positive, then I can be really positive, right? But if I'm around the people who are, like, they got like, they got that bad juju around them, and I, it gets them to my energy sponge, then I kind of get brought down. I remember one time I was with somebody, and we're trying to go to this event, but the whole time, like, they were frustrated. So the whole ride, they just were, like, venting and complaining. And then, like, I get to the event, and I'm already, like, now I'm in a bad mood. 'Cause I'm just like, ah man, man, you like you spent this whole ride complaining. And now I'm in here like look man, I'm just ready to kinda of like look, we just gonna go through the motions, I'm ready to go. Um I'm also one of those like I'm like traditional introvert, right? Like I will get excited about your thing. You'll tell me, Yo, I wanna let's go do this thing and I'm like, yo, I'm with it. And then like the day of, I'm like, Oh no. Please cancel the plans. I can't wait for you to come through and be like, oh we don't gotta do it. And I'll be in here throwing like like I won game seven out here, like, yes, confetti confetti falling from the sky. And I'm like, Yes. I don't Black have to go. <laughs> exactly. Hey. I don't have to go. Um so yeah, it's it's one of those things too. Uh I'm I am hesitant when I go to new places. Um I'm more of a I'm more of a, an observer. Uh, so I like to wait. I like to watch the way people move. Um, I like to kind of gauge their sense of humor before I say anything. Um, I kind of want to get a feel for people. I won't. I'm not. I won't openly do all the other thing. I actually hate introductions. Um, so like even at even at work, when people are like and hey, we want you to introduce yourself and I'll be like, oh, my phone's going off. My phone's completely always on silent. And I'll be like, oh, my phone. And then I'll come back after the introductions and be like, OK, cool. Let's just do the work. <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't do any of that stuff. So yeah, I can agree.
0: Okay. Okay. I mean, I I agree with both of your definitions. That's for sure. And um that I too feel like I you know, get my energy or I'm able to recharge once I'm in solitude. Um but also tend to think of myself as deep, deeply thoughtful. Um, so I don't, I don't like the word shy cause it seems quite negative, um, to say about somebody, or at least that's the way that I, I don't, I don't hear shy use a lot of positive context. Um, when I think people who are shy actually are really observant and, um, tend to be deeply, th- deeply thoughtful, um, and usually can say some things in a way, um, you know, in thirty seconds that it's taking people, you know, four hours to figure out the solution <laughs> to. Uh, so, <laughs> um, so I, I think in a lot of ways um, introverts get a bad rap. Um, particularly, yeah, I just think people get we get a bad rap, particularly when it comes to shyness or whatever word people want to say. So, what do you think are some other misconceptions that are about um, introverts uh,
2: that we're lonely? That we like secretly want attention or something like that. Um, I just feel like, and then like I don't know, I feel like on Twitter, like it it gets a bad rap because I feel like the the language for for introversion and extroversion is more widely spread now, so more people are able to identify with one of the labels. Uh-huh. And I feel like Twitter is like the introvert's paradise <laughs> because it allows you to be engaged up until you don't want to be and then you can completely just pull back. Right. Um you have complete control over that situation. So I feel like on Twitter you have a lot of people who are introverts and who have no problem saying that they're introverts and then it be it becomes this kind of like perceived trend like oh it's trendy, oh, so you think you were introvert now But I just saw you yesterday out And you were just, I was like, that has nothing to do, to do with anything Like I was out, yes right. Because I'm still a person, I like to have a good time But doesn't mean that I'm not an introvert Just because I can get along With people and hold a conversation Right uh, And I'm funny, like it just right, we have, all we have
0: that, social skills right
2: <laughs> All of that just drains me You drain me right, your energy right. drains me <laughs> And I want to get away from you After a while it's all that it means Um But I feel like it's become This thing that's viewed as uh, Like as a trend mm-hmm. And That kind of frustrates me Because it's just like bro just let people be Um And like I said like I find that the perception is introverts, or true introverts, quote unquote, have no social skills and they're quote unquote shy and soft spoken and
1: I don't that's none of that's true, to me. Um, yeah, I can agree with that. I also think this other thing. Speaking of Twitter, that uh, people have been using introvert as a cover up for being broke or kind of like <laughs> or kind <laughs> of <or kinda laughs> like using them as like uh like they're tied to each other cuz I saw somebody like say something like oh y'all trying to say y'all introverted cuz y'all don't got no money like no i genuinely like being in the house this the bank account is okay uh like don't don't do that though. but listen there could be some undercover uh you know financially challenged folks who are just like i oh, you know what i just don't feel like being around people if you got those overdraft fees i'm not mad at you listen we all been there um so th- that's another thing too like yeah some people try to tie it to some like type some type of like financial decision like oh, i just don't want to go out no granted yeah i don't want to go out and pay for overpriced drinks either but i also don't want to go out and listen to people uh show me random pictures of their family i just want <laughs> i want to be at home <laughs> i'd much rather be at home uh also there are the other thing is, too, that like like we said before, like introverts are shy or they kind of just like being alone. But like you said before, all the introverts that I know, like people who like being in the house, they're incredibly like talented and they're super creative. Like I know these women who write poetry, they write book, they self-publish books, they do art, do canvas stuff, they make podcasts, all that stuff. Everybody, nobody that I know that's introverted is just like I'm just sitting around binge watching whatever Everybody's like, nah. I made, for I stitched up a bunch of sweaters. Uh, I painted today. I I wrote a, a work of, you know, some type of wild book or whatever. So yeah, they're always like incredible, like incredibly talented people. Um, everybody that I know that is like extroverted like they not they don't got a lot going on not saying that they're not out there i'm just saying that i know who's like we we out shaking hands and kissing babies and i'm like oh, okay that's cool um <laughs> i got a show to do next week so like yeah it's a big deal
0: right well said both of you well said. <laughs> um so i um one of the things that i was having trouble with in terms of like describing what it's like to be an introvert. You all have just sort of painted that portrait really well. And I came across a list. It was a little lengthy, so I pulled off a few things uh, from Psychology Today that talks about like the personality traits um, of introvert. And I'm curious as to your feedback about some of this. So one is you enjoy time to yourself, and you all have said that. Um, best thinking occurs when you're by yourself. Um, Other people ask you your opinion as opposed to you being able to want to to lead with the opinion first in a group of folks. You prefer not to engage with people um, when you are angry or upset or if they seem angry or upset. And you don't initiate small talk with others um, with whom you only know casually. What do you think about that list?
2: Agreed. Uh, I agree <laughs> for all of those. Oh. The only one that I'm shaky on is the last one because I'm a bartender, so uh, well, small talk yeah. is the key to my tips. Right. And I've be- I've become decent. I hate doing it. Yeah. But the fact that I bartend in a hotel makes it easier because it's like, oh well, where are you coming in from? here for business or work? And it kind of just <laughs> like goes from there. But I hate small talk. Um, if I'm in a mood, leave me the fuck alone. Uh, if I'm in a group of people, I am hesitant to give my opinion, which is part of the reason why I started podcasting because it was a space for me to just talk. Um, but if I am in a group, I will kind of fill out the group first uh-huh. and wait until I'm spoken to to give my, my viewpoints and my opinions. Um, but I, I agree
1: with all of that. I definitely agree. I hate small talk so much. Um, I don't even like I just shoot. uh, This is how I know like I'm becoming like a better person because I want to be like I want to shoot everybody. uh, I shoot everybody the head nod in the morning because I know y'all be doing like good morning. How are you? Like I know y'all don't really care how my morning is. So I'm just shooting y'all the head nod like what up. That's it. I'm not really y'all don't really care. Um, Yeah, if somebody is in a mood. Um, I'm good at sensing that, so I definitely won't say nothing until they say something to me. But I've also been in that space where, like, I just don't want to speak to people because sometimes I don't know if they're going to speak back. So I don't say nothing. Um, Yeah, when I'm mad, I got to be by myself. Uh, I got to get out of here because I got to get my head right. Like, I try to replay everything that happened to how I got to this mood and then go, oh, yeah, I could have handled that better. Or, no, nah, they was tripping. I, You might catch these hands later. Like, so... <laughs> so um, yeah, all of that, but everything in that list, yeah, one hundred percent me. That is me.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I also felt like I identified with a lot of that. Um, and much like what you were saying, Huey, is that I have to also initiate small talk. Um,
2: as a therapist, I have to. Yeah. Gotta do...
0: <laughs> I gotta do something, right.
2: <laughs> you Gotta get the ball rolling somehow, no matter how slow. <laughs>
0: right. But I do try to to stop it at um, kind of like what you were saying, Jay. Hey, how you doing? I'm fine. Fine. How are you doing? And um, I remember saying this actually last week to one of my clients. I was legitimately asking her how she was doing. And she said, fine. How are you? How are you? I said, we're not on the porch like i'm asking you for real <laughs> like therapy has started yeah. hit the go button <laughs> i need you to tell me for real how you doing and so I, I agree that we are sort of caught up in that i'm gonna do that pleasantries but how you doing should be a it should have some meat on it and that's a really serious question if you're gonna ask that to somebody so
1: yeah absolutely I agree no i i 100% agree with that also like um in your line of business and um if you just genuinely wanna be like um real with people, I don't want to say rude. Sometimes you gotta let them know, hey, we not homies. Hey, right. Yeah, you gotta be like, Oh yeah, how's your family and then? hey, well, hold up, we not homies. I just, yeah, I don't like you that but... much. Yeah. Wait a minute, y'all. These these questions are rhetorical. You this did not require <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you.
0: I don't quite
1: say it like that uh <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying listen you should this is how you want to be you want to boost up your black business right like you want to keep it that's please what, that's, what's Tim, Tim. that's what's in that's what's in right it. now like keeping it real that's so it. you got to go in there and be like hey how you doing She'd be like how you doing nah 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 this ain't about me we not homies.
2: <laughs> uh doctor said i am an educated black woman i have the vernacular okay <laughs> i will dismiss you and you won't even know it
0: <laughs> okay, so part of what needs to happen in therapy Is I need to create a safe environment Right, so yeah. I don't know if I necessarily want to respond Like that, but no, I don't You know, it, it depends from person to person There might be someone I have uh, A more long-standing Therapeutic relationship with And I can be a little bit more direct Without the pleasantries um, And say, you're avoiding the question um, To get them to, to move this thing along But you're right um, So Yes, I will work on that. Duly noted. Duly noted. So I have a question for you all, because um, I was thinking about all these qualities that we've talked about that are connected to introverts, um, that inquire or require us to be observant or in solitude, or um, you know, people coming to us to our, ask our opinion. And I was curious for you all, how does that play itself out? As it connects to masculinity, do you think, um, a male who identifies as being an introvert, is that a quality that is praised? Um, is it one that's ridiculed or somewhere in between? What do you think about that? Mm.
2: I think introversion in men, specifically in black men, um... I feel like it's on the lower end of the spectrum, um, as far as I guess like social acceptability.
0: Uh, like desirability, yeah.
2: Yeah, I feel like it's on the lower end, um, because it's not as in your face. Mm. It's not as as braggadocious. It's not as like you know assertively masculine. Mm-hmm. Um, at least for me. Um, so I, I, I feel like the, the image or the, the archetype of what it is to be a real man is more in your face. It's more out there. Um, and like, I was the, I was the quote unquote shy kid in school. And even now, sometimes I feel like I could still be deemed the shy one because like I, just don't want to be bothered sometimes. Uh-huh. Um but I, I feel like extroversion is viewed as the ideal more than introversion. Um and that's just from my experiences. Um but what say you, Jay?
1: Yeah, so I think being an extroverted male now is like the thing, right? I think being an introverted male um, falls more into, like, the traditional (laughs) um, idea of masculinity and being a man. Because, like, it gets thrown into the, he's a strong, silent type. Like, he won't say anything. Mm. Um, But a lot of times, yeah. Like, those men, like, because there's a lot of those dudes in my family. Like, it's dudes they don't really... They don't attend a lot of functions. They don't um, talk about a lot of stuff. They kind of keep to themselves. They're they're cool with certain members of the family and don't want to be bothered with others. And it could just be my family's jacked up, so you never know. But anyway, um, it it could be like it could be a bunch of things. But I think people always just go like men who don't openly are not like party starters or uh th- like the life. They don't bring life into the uh, event or wherever it is that they are. Um, they always get thrown into like a traditional. Um, he's he's so strong and uh, that type of thing. When I'm like, I wonder how those things like play out with him mentally. Like you don't have anybody to or, or you don't vent to anybody. You don't necessarily feel safe. Because I I know that goes back to our previous point where it's kind of contradicts it, where it's like you are avoiding going to events um, because do you know you'll be drained if you go or do you um, do you avoid going because you're just like it's just not I don't know. It's just not for me. So I always tend to tend to look at that because I I remember like I or not remember, but I'm becoming something like that where I'm just like, I don't really want to do that family reunion and I don't really want to go. To this thing, um that everybody's gonna be at. So um and my mom has said that to me, like, Oh, y'all are just like, you know, y'all don't really be talking about nothing. Y'all just wanna be strong and silent. And I'm like, I'm, I don't know if I would assign strength to that. So yeah. I think I think we look I think we're we're viewing it the same way, Hugh. I just think we're looking at it at um from two different sides. Yeah.
0: So now I'm curious do you do you all think that well, let me say this first and I ask the question. I feel like I have had some of the best conversations with introverts and the reason why I say that is because sometimes the question is out there or whatever the topic is, and if it's someone that I'm connected to. I know that they are, one, sort of really, really thinking about the question, and sometimes there's even communication in the silence. Like I can tell that either we're both in agreement, or I can tell that they're still thinking about it. Um, And so this is kind of a little on the flip side of what you both have said, but do you think that there are some qualities about being an introvert that helps relationships or helps communication?
1: You wanna go first, sir? Uh yeah, I'll take that. I I do think I think it depends on so yeah, like with relationships I can agree, right? Like um I'm able to read somebody else's energy. So if they like a lot of the women that I know, they like to go out. They're just into that. Like they get they love being out with their friends, they love doing that kind of thing. And because I like them I also had to be like, well I gotta go to these places, right? But sometimes that stuff drains me. I'm also I'm like whatever, arm candy or whatever it is. I'm here I'm here because I support you, right? But then also I had to be real with myself to be like, this isn't for me and I had to have that conversation to be like, yo, I'm I'm just out here kind of standing around or y'all doing that thing. Where like you a man and he a man and y'all like sports so y'all go talk to each other like that kind of thing like I don't want to do that go babysit each other right like yeah y'all friends y'all men y'all do man stuff go talk to each other like I don't want to do that so I so I had to have that conversation like yo I'm not really with that but I know that is how you have fun and I know that's how you get your energy right like you get amped up about whatever so go do that but listen I'm not you know I'm not gonna be one of those dudes like you go out all the time that kind of thing i was like yo if that's how you you know get recharged or whatever then go do that but i'm not with it and i'm not i don't have nothing against your people because i think a lot of times people think that like if you don't come around that it's you silently like protesting them or something or whatever right um and i'm like no i don't have nothing against them you know when i see them or they come by the house or you know whatever time when those relationships was going on like that um, I would be like no you know we would still have a good time laughing joke and drinking all that other other stuff but I'm like yeah to go out get dressed up do all that other stuff I really it just wasn't in me and I had to make all of them aware of that um but like you said there is some there's still some communication in the silence
2: okay so here's my thing <laughs> um it's hard to answer that question for me because. I feel like relationships, thats a, it's a tricky space to navigate, whether you're an introvert or extrovert. And it really depends on who you're with uh-huh. and what they require and what they need and what they're looking for. In some instances, being an introvert can definitely help. Um, if you like your space and they like their space, you understand their need for solitude. They understand your need. So it doesn't get to that point where it's like, oh, why you ain't been calling me? Why you ain't been texting Mm -hmm. me? You know what I mean? Like, you're both on the same page, in a sense. Right. Um, But then even if it's an introvert and an extrovert, it could still work out because there's still a balance there. And if there's that, you know, level of compromise where it's like, okay, let's go out or let's stay home. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, but it can also... Be on the flip side, because I feel like you can Be introverted, but still When it comes to, because I Can kind of get that way I like attention, if I'm into Somebody romantically, I like Attention, and I want them to respond to my Texts, and answer the phone when I call them mm-hmm. So it's just like If it's another introvert It's just like, I'm mad Because I want to talk to you mm-hmm. Because I like you, but I can't Because you're an introvert, but then I'll get into my space where it's like, I kind of don't really want to talk Uh and they're hitting me up. And it's just like, so is it wrong if I don't respond like they do? Or like, how do I, how do I do this? Um, so it's, it's really tricky regardless. I think the biggest thing is being able, I feel like as an introvert, we're in our head a lot. Uh So we have a decent understanding of our thoughts and what we want And need to a certain extent Uh And it's just a matter of being Able to communicate that To Uh whoever we're talking to or messing with Whatever and making Sure that we're both on the same This is how I operate This is how you operate Uh Don't take offense if I don't respond to you I won't take offense if you don't respond to me You know what I mean So it's about communication and, And being able to understand each other I do feel like Being an introvert in a Relationship has its benefits And it has its downfalls It all depends on Who you're in the relationship with And whether you two are compatible Just in general or not Great points
0: Great points Okay You said something that kind of leads to my next question So Today is World Mental Health Day
2: And Can I, tell a quick, I said I didn't know that existed But can yeah. I tell a quick story really quick Please So yesterday I'm at uh-huh. the bar I'm working And the lady it was a white lady Uh and a white man At the bar and she asked you know What I was because I told her I wasn't going to be at the bar tonight She's like, oh, What are you going to be doing and I said you know what I'm, I'm going to be doing a podcast Um you know, we had her on our show talking about mental health in the black community, so we're going to do her show, and we're talking about introversion and stuff. So it it should be cool. And then she says, "Well, do you think that black people are more mentally stable than white people?" Uh. And I just sat there and looked at her like, um, "I don't, I don't know." And then she goes, "I mean, what I do?" Uh, I'm just sitting there like, "Oh, really?" <laughs> so then her and the white man just get to talking about. White people being more crazy than black people. And I'm just sitting like this is very interesting. I don't know how to act in this situation while I'm on the clock. On top of that, because I. But yeah, that's sort of side. I'm sorry.
0: No, that's yeah. Okay, I don't know if I would have been able to figure out how to quite respond either Because that's like trying to play the oppression Olympics You know, who's who has it the most worse off yeah,
2: I wanted to say, yeah, you know, us as black like people were a little bit more stable than you And, you know, if we weren't faced with what we're faced with We would definitely be at the top
0: We have had our set of challenges and setbacks And um we still reigns to. Of- that's
1: yeah Yeah. um y'all are better than me shout out to y'all because i would have been like (laughs) so you know how history's set up right (laughs) (laughs) you you seen books right like you you know how this works you know (laughs) y'all yo you leading the league and doing wild stunts (laughs) shout out to y'all what
0: (laughs) right 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 I'm sorry about
1: way.
2: that, yeah, but yes, yeah, today is the World Mental Health Day.
0: <laughs> right. It sounds like you started that conversation on yesterday, so I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> you, started, you started that off. Um, so, um, what sort of things do you think um, in terms of mental health that um, introverts might be susceptible to? Given all these um Parts
2: of the personality that we just discussed. Um. Well, I can speak for myself. I am susceptible to depression and anxiety, which is why I have a therapist. But um, I do feel like depression and anxiety because I mean, you want to be alone and by yourself, and then mm-hmm. you end up secluding yourself more than you intended. So then you are alone, and then
1: mm-hmm.
2: so for sorry, me. I have a a hard time Communicating Anything other than happiness Mm -hmm. Um And I tend to deal with All my bad stuff By myself Mm -hmm. Because I'm so used to to Secluding myself When I do feel bad to regain My energy like it's It's like I'm in a, a Bad space so I Go into my bubble To rejuvenate myself But that's Mm -hmm. also when I'm dealing with stuff So it's like I'm dealing with stuff by myself Because I don't want to be around Or communicate too much with people Because that's draining me even more So I'm dealing with this by myself And then it just makes it even worse And then start dwelling on the past stuff and get depressed and you start worrying about the future and get anxious and Uh so yeah i feel like that depression anxiety at least i
1: know for me Uh that's the thing um but what say you jay no i agree with both of those um like i was saying before like being like somebody's like energy sponge or the way i feel when things go bad i need to be by myself to kind of reset but the whole time I'm, whatever, laying in the room in the dark or the TV's not on or my phone's not on, I just turn everything off. Then I'm just laying there replaying all of that over in my head. So I'm constantly, like, dwelling on it. Like, sometimes I don't come out with, the like, the right answer. I don't come out with, like, well, this is a way you handle that going forward. Like, I'm just playing it over and over again. Like, yeah, why did they respond like that? Did I do something to make them do that? Like, I do a lot of that. Or, like you like were saying, like, a lot of anxiety. Um... I stay in my own head a lot Um, because I also like you said, like, well, when you feel bad or you your mood isn't 100 percent there, you want to be by yourself. But Uh then when you're by yourself, like then you're not venting, you're not getting that off of you. So you just kind of stew in it and you're just kind of like, man, like, I don't know why I'm feeling like this. And sometimes even when people ask me, like, what's wrong or like, do I like, do I want to talk about it? I, then i always find it harder for me to verbalize what's wrong so then i go back to like it like you were saying like the cycle where i'm just like no nah, nothing's wrong and then i go back to being by myself and then go back to stewing on the same thing i was just mad about so uh-huh. so now i'm just like damn man I, like and it takes me especially if it's something that's really bad it, um then it takes me a lot longer to get over it or kind of like um it takes me a lot longer to To work through it right um i i do think that we should have conversations about um mental health and i think that also goes back to the same point like you were saying before about how it affects men because i think men the way society is kind of set up that we don't necessarily have safe spaces to be open um and so i'm um, I don't want to say a victim, but I, I feel like I'm in that. Like I don't have a safe space to be like, this is what I'm going through, and I need to get this off of me so I can move forward. So I end up, mm-hmm. like I was saying, just kind of like stewing in it. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, depression and anxiety are essentially the thing, the mental uh things that I feel like a lot of introverts get hit with.
0: Hmm. You know, I um one that I agree with, with you all. And one of the things that I have decided to challenge myself to is when, um, when people ask me how I'm doing is to tell them. And so I don't get into the nitty gritty, but I'll say, you know, it's been a long day or it's been a rough day or a challenging day, or, um, I'm looking forward to, you know, the day and whatever, um, And stop saying fine, um, because I realized I kind of said fine so that I could end the conversation and we could move on because I feel like you don't really care. Um, But it occurred to me that actually saying what was going on for me without, you know, all the details. It's really gonna do more for me than for the other person. I'm saying that out loud, so I can sort of give it that space now. sometimes people fumble with that <laughs> they don't know what to do with it uh uh well, I pray for you or what like mm, mm-hmm. all right <laughs> so, but I have decided to sort of challenge myself in that and not and not just say fine because I think I'm doing that to be polite you know I was right I'm a southern girl my mama taught me manners I got home training so I'm gonna say hey to everybody when I walk in the room even though I don't want to as an introvert uh but I'm gonna stop saying fine and um that sometimes depending on you know the environment is harder for me than others but for me that's like a A little small space that I'm trying to like reclaim like to stop making other people feel better if I'm not having the best of days. That's not my responsibility. Um, That's one thing
2: that I. I probably should start doing that. My thing is and I don't know if it's. A product of introversion or not, but. I. I don't want to put myself on other people. Like, even Uh though you ask how I'm doing and stuff like that, I still, I I don't like to throw my stuff on other people because you're asking me that, but you might have your own stuff that you're dealing with, and I don't want to just pile my stuff on. Like, you know what I mean? So, Uh that's always my hang-up. My go-to is... Like, I'll say something like, you know, I'm all right. You know, I've been better, but, you know, I'll be I'll be cool. You know what I mean? So uh, I'll hint towards, you know, I'm not in the best of places, but I'll be better soon uh, so that I don't have to talk about it. Like, please don't ask me um, what it is like. It's it, it's hard for me, especially if I don't really know you like that. Like if we're like really like if Jay asks me, I'll tell him like. I feel comfortable talking to Jay about whatever. Uh-huh. But somebody at work, don't ask me anything. Like don't ask <laughs> any specific questions because number one, it's not your business. Number two, uh-huh. I don't feel safe uh-huh. around you to to open up like that. So I would rather just play it off like I'm fine uh-huh. than to even hint towards something being wrong because I don't feel safe enough around you to be that vulnerable and to Expose something that's bothering me mm-hmm. um, Because who are you mm-hmm. So That's my thing and why I still say I'm fine to people Even though I know I'm not Right I, yeah, I get like it. On Twitter And I listen to sad music and then I'm okay mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. I get it I get it So, given that introverts might sort of find themselves dealing with some either symptoms of depression or feeling a little anxious or a lot of anxiousness, depending on what's going on, um, what are some ways in which the two of you um, sort of take take care care of yourself and and how do you practice self-care?
1: um let me see how do i so my my regiment for self-care is gonna sound really silly so like i edit the shows uh we tend to record towards the end of the week so i kind of actually look forward to editing the shows um because it like like we were saying it's a part of the creative process so it makes me feel good putting like i'm listening to the shows i'm listening to um it's very like meticulous and detail oriented so i'm picking up like all the dead spots and all that kind of stuff that's kind of like something that take that takes my focus off of any of the negativity because i need to you know put this show together not necessarily put it together but like make it sound better and make it make sense um a lot of the other things i do is creating the other show it's um stuff that happened to me throughout the course of the week um in my spare time so it's kind of it is kind of like me venting um or kind of making fun of something that happened to me that was probably awkward like my doctor walking in on me looking at thirst traps on instagram that is Uh hilarious um <laughs> so yeah sharing is care sharing right. it is caring. we follow the same people we found that out that is hilarious <laughs> um, so yeah stuff like that um but also kind of like um talking to Huey for real like picking his brain about things we can do differently on the show picking his brain about what guests we want to have on the show um his vision for what we want to do going forward I think those things kind of help like they give me energy they give me kind of like something to look forward to so it kind of recharges me and kind of makes me uh keep going it keeps me safe it's something I look forward to um I think those are the things that I do like to some people they probably sound like work but these things are fun to me um because it, it helps me be creative and it helps me grow it keeps me especially like it keeps me mentally engaged, right? I don't have to do a whole bunch. Of, I don't gotta lift and run and go do stuff. Like I get to just sit around and click and kinda play around with sounds and all that do du- like different stuff. So and, um that's how I get through it. What about you, Huey? Um just like like the shows are definitely
2: the spaces where I let it go. Um and just relax and tune everything out, unless it's just too too much going on. But the shows are definitely just outlets for me, just to be creative and talk about what I want and and show love for the music and stuff that I like. Um, listening to music is definitely something else that helps me a lot. Uh, I've had Ascension by Janae and Brandy on repeat the last few days um just because it's just been a blow period for me um but just and taking the time out for myself taking naps um just chilling watching a show or trying to like taking a mental health day off from work and using that leave getting paid to take naps pretty much um <laughs> and and bartending too like this expanding my my spirits and wine and beer knowledge that makes me happy, not just drinking it, but like reading about it and stuff like that. Um, and just throwing myself in something artistic. i'm I'm getting more into I, I want to go to more galleries and listening to different types of music that i I haven't been listening to um reading more I just finished Gucci Man's book and it was amazing huh. and but I mean I I have the audible too so I've listened to a few books but I've gone through a good amount of books this year and I I don't think I've ever gone through as many in a year that I have this year just by reading and listening to them uh-huh. but that's Becoming another escape for me and nothing that calms me, just throwing myself into something that is completely outside of myself and has mm-hmm. nothing to do with me at all. And I can get wrapped up in these different characters and all the BS they have going on in their lives because I don't want to deal with mine for a second. Uh-huh. Um, and that's where, you know, love and hip hop and Household of Atlanta come in as well. Just so I can uh-huh. throw myself into other people's mess uh-huh. so I can avoid mine. My- <laughs> It works so well Um, It does And I also like food So cooking helps Um, Bartending actually is a Although it's a job I enjoy making drinks And creating tasty drinks And cocktails So that's a stress relief in a stressful environment for me Um, Cleaning that's like the typical thing. There. Oh, my life's a mess. Let me clean up my room, mm-hmm. and you feel better. Uh, yeah, those are my go-to's.
0: Mm. Those are solid lists. <laughs> and uh, I mean, the thing that that has in, that it has in common is the creative process that you. It's interesting because um, you both have talked about creativity, which actually requires a lot of. Brain power and the neurons are firing, but you both have talked about it in a way of like I get all my distractions to sort of wash away from me um, when I'm doing things uh, that are connected to my self care. So I appreciate that.
2: Like the, I get to take that energy, that negative energy, and turn it in, into something positive. Mm, mm-hmm. I can take those bad feelings and turn them into something that can make me money or. Mm-hmm. Something that somebody else can consume So that they can feel better mm-hmm. um, Something that can make my me better Like it's it's all about A, a transference of energy In a sense for me Because um, I mean energy is energy And although it is a negative energy That I have I can still turn it into something po- Or put it into something positive positive. Mm-hmm. Um, and create something dope and beautiful Or something that I just like Or use that energy to connect with somebody else through music or whatever. Like it's it's a lot. And it takes a a lot of time to well it took time for me to kind of build these type of things and learn how to do it. And even mm-hmm. now like I still you know have my moments where like, okay nothing is working. Mm-hmm. Screw everything and everybody. But I'm progressively getting better at dealing with Whatever depression I'm feeling or anxiety I'm dealing with, and, and finding a way to make it productive and something that will benefit me and not tear me down. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Okay. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting here in reflection, in reflection. Um, okay. So I am quite new to this podcast journey. I consider myself like an infant. Uh, I might have like a month and a half under my belt. And so I am, I have a question for you two who are both quite experienced, uh, definitely more experienced than I uh, in this podcast life. And so one of the things that has occurred to me recently um, is that as an introvert, what I tend not to do is tell my business and yet here I am, um, recording podcasts and, and although it's not like a, a diary necessarily, they're connected to specific topics, but there's a level of sharing that's going on around these topics that I find to be quite important, important mental health and, um, the black community, entrepreneurship, getting through racial trauma, all those things. And So sometimes when I'm doing these interviews and people are quoting back to me uh, things that I've said, one, I'm a little like, wait a minute, don't do that. (laughs) Don't give me my words back. Uh, (laughs) But then secondly, I'm like, ooh, um, I am just sort of sharing stuff. And um, not that I am sharing things in any way that makes me feel uncomfortable, but the idea of being an introvert and sharing seems opposite of each other so have you all gotten to a place where you had that struggle um or if the answer is no i'm just going to go ahead and throw it all out there so if the answer is no to that question um how do you manage that how do you manage continuing to you know give up yourself really um and be quite private at the same time how do you how do you navigate that balance so
1: you go got this now you got hear uh. it I got because I'll, 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 uh, I think our answer is going to be way different. <laughs>
2: um, well, one thing I I I do all my work under Baby Huey, and for me, I don't know why that creates some type of separation from my private life. Mm-hmm. Um, on top of that, like with me, like when I first started, one big thing for me was to. Be myself and, and be comfortable being myself Because for a while I, I mean I'm, I'm black and I'm gay it, it took me a minute To get to this point So um, Now that I, I am in this space I, I want to be myself And not only that But I want other people to be able to Listen to the stuff that I put out And say hey I hear myself in this um, Especially other Just queer people in general I feel like I've been fortunate to be to like when I came out to everybody, like I didn't have any issues. I didn't like and I still don't face a lot of issues directly. So I feel like it's my duty to be open and, and honest and to put myself out there for all the people who can't. And who, people whose families and friends Have like silenced them Or commun- whatever it is like A lot of people don't have this freedom That I have to, to be themselves uh-huh. And I feel like I owe it to them to use my voice To Make it so that they can have their own um, So that's partially what drives me To be as open as I am uh-huh. On my shows And to, to talk as freely as I do Also, like I'm, I'm me. I'm, I'm Huey, so I can't be anybody else. I don't want to be anybody else. And the only way I can be myself and not be anybody else is to have some sort of transparency as to who I am and how I feel about things and what I've experienced. And that that's what's what will set me apart from anybody else. Um so I feel like if I if I want to be successful in this realm, in this lane in podcasting and I wanna be on ET one day or whatever okay. the show is that's you know, on the E. T. level within the next few years, whatever. Like I, okay. I want to be there. I want to be a, a quote unquote pop culture historian as they call them. Um like that's what I want that's my my lane. That's what I love to talk about and, and consume. But the only way I can do that Is by being An individual And establishing myself as Baby Huey Not as some nigga on Podcasts who sound like this person That person, that person Somebody that has their own thoughts And their own feelings and has no problems Being themselves And and communicating that Uh Um, And sometimes It it does Kind of like you know, it's it's a struggle sometimes because, like, I don't want to be this open. I don't, but at the same time, whoever's listening to this, I owe them authenticity. Uh-huh. I owe, no matter if it's two people or 200 people watching my show, listening to my shows, I owe them authenticity. So even if I don't feel comfortable, I, ha- I owe them that. Uh huh. And if I don't want to give that Then I need to find something else to do With my time I I can't be the personality Baby Huey with no personality uh. So if I want to be closed off I need to just go into Behind the scenes work You know what I mean like, uh-huh. I don't I don't get the, that same enjoyment Behind the scenes When it comes yeah. to this stuff I like talking and I like using my voice and talking about the things that matter to me, and like I said, my experiences because somebody out there can relate to it.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Somebody out there feels alone because they feel like nobody else understands. You understands because you've been through the same shit. So, like I said, sometimes it is it is difficult, but I feel like it's something that I signed on to do, uh-huh. and. Like I said, I owe it to the people consuming the content that I put out to be authentic. So that's what I'm going to do and be. No matter how comfortable I feel, I'm just going to be myself.
1: Call it a day. Um, Okay. This is about to be different. So now I don't (laughs) don't have to tell you anything. (laughs) Uh, I don't owe that to Uh, y'all. Here's why. So but when I first started... Um, setting out to podcasts, right? Um, and this is uh, something my mother instilled in me. Look, you don't got to tell all your business. You can still you can still be relatable, and you don't got to tell everything. You don't got to tell everything. Now there are some parts that I uh, stuff that I tell on the show, um, past relationships and um, all of the experiences that I've had that are, can still make it relatable. I think those not telling. My day to day life and stuff that happens to me um, on a deeply personal level also makes me a better storyteller, right? Because I can I can get the story to you to make it relatable. You'll still enjoy it, and you can whatever people are going to assume whether you tell them or not, right? So, um, and I'm like you. Don't use something I said against me later. So, <laughs> so uh, the thing that I came into this with was you can still be relatable but you don't have to tell all your business um Mm -hmm. as much as i love and i care for huey that's my homie i don't tell that dude everything (laughs) right um but that's something that i choose to do maybe that's something i have to work through right but um so i try to make it like this people change but people people like will grow or people will change whether it's for a good or a bad, but whatever you put out, people are going to remember that. If you tried to harp on that, so you can look at a situation like the Kevin Hart thing, right? He's out here like, oh, I love I love all of this, and this, is, I love my people, and my wife, my family, all oh, that's number one. That's all that come first. And then we all looking at him like, oh, what is happening? Uh, so, right? So you let us in. You let us in. You told us to come in. You invited us into that. And then when things went left, now you like, look, I want y'all to respect my privacy. No, 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 no. Nope. That's not at work. <laughs> that's not how that worked fam uh, so I was the other way around like no I want y'all to respect my privacy but I also am going to let y'all in piece by piece like we got to grow this thing right I think that is a the key part where a lot of people kind of either go left when it comes to podcasting you either give the listeners way too much up front or you give it to them piece by piece and I prefer to give it to them piece by piece right there's a like I want to build this community I want to build a safe space but I also want y'all to grow with me Because this is a new part of my life, right? Like, I've been telling stories and cracking jokes with people my whole life. But as far as me telling it to hundreds of people on a weekly basis, basis, then I'm like, yeah, we are all just meeting for the first time. And every week, somebody new is listening. So I got to break that person in, too. So I can't be out here being like, hey, man, remember I told y'all about that girl from last month? Like, no, we're not about to be up here. No, we're going to be like, y'all ever went to the doctor's office and this happened? Like, that kind of thing. Like, right. um, I think you also have to find your comfort level, right? Like you can't, if you just like, oh man, you know, I'll be out here with these guys using them for dinners. Like you <laughs> want to be like, oh, that's, I don't want to listen to that show no more. <laughs> she needs to change the title of the take in our black business. Like that's, <laughs> that's, that, is terrible. That's, that is terrible. But yeah, like. It's just it's just okay. something it's something like that, man, where we just like I I came into the game very guarded. Um and like I just was kinda like I wanna still tell stories that are relatable. I still wanna tell people stuff that's going on necessarily in my life. And it took me a minute to really get there. I think I'm really more free and more transparent on guest spots than I am necessarily with a show that I create. Um because I actually have time to like sit down and be like okay, well, I want to talk about this thing and this is how I can relate and make it relatable to other people versus kind of like being very loose and very carefree. Um, but I also still pick and choose my words very carefully where I'm like, yeah, because like you said, I don't want somebody later being like, but you said on uh, uh, on Dr. Show. Like, uh, okay, look, you know what? You know what? Hold that. Just don't do that to me. And so, right. yeah, that's about it though.
0: Okay. You said that's about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you all have been so generous with your time and I truly appreciate it. Um, I have one last question for you. So um, I am curious. You know, the this podcast is about a whole bunch of things. It's about Black entrepreneurship, mental health, but also, it also is about minding... My black business. So another part of that um, for me means that I do things to either, you know, help myself, my black self, or help my black community or just be an active citizen in my black community. Um, so I'm curious, what have you all done lately to mind your black business?
2: Uh, lately, I have cussed out Donald Trump on Twitter.
0: Okay, okay. Um, Advocacy is a theme I'm I'm hearing from you, baby. Here.
1: Yeah, I, I, re, I respect that.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> I am one of the what they call black, well, black identity extremists. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I I'm one of those. I'm about to have some shirts made up. Um, but no. Um with the man podcast i feel like we both do a decent amount um of just having these conversations like we we had a a episode with danny from the danny and cleo show with these three black men talking Mm -hmm. about sexual and gender identity Mm -hmm. that's not something that you hear too often and Mm -hmm. and we're using terms and and trying to navigate this space together so that we all can understand and and spread that knowledge. Um, the 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 man podcast in general for me is is my main avenue of minding my black business because the the platform that we give other people to come on and speak and talk about their journeys, whatever that journey may be, and whatever that profession is, and just connecting and finding the things that make us similar, like I said, and, and being able to appreciate our differences as black people, regardless of our gender identity or our sexual identity. Um, I want to get back into tutoring. I was tutoring and mentoring for two years, but my work schedule just kind of doesn't permit me to do that like consistently because I have to pay rent and other bills. Um, And I don't want to go into that and not be able to be there consistently. Um, I want to show up and show out for whoever I'm tutoring and mentoring. So I have been out of that for a few years, but I I definitely want to get back into it because it felt good doing that and trying to guide some high schoolers to make better decisions for themselves um, and let them know, hey, you know, XYZ, this is kind of BS, but you know, it's not a bad idea to go to college. But I mean, if you're not ready, find something to do and be productive and make something of yourself, but you don't have to go to college. It, I mean, it, it's like, you know what I mean? That's right. try That buffer, because I didn't have much of a buffer. It was just like the older people and me. And uh-huh, uh-huh. so. definitely want to get back into tutoring and mentoring. Um, I want to get into doing a lot with uh, queer youth. Um, I actually have a bunch of clothes I need to wash because I'm donating them to an organization that services queer youth and homeless queer youth. So I want to get into doing some work with that community as well because, again, I feel like I owe it to the queer community to to step up and do something and just be a voice and an advocate. Um I, I support black stuff. Um I bought Gucci Man's book
0: uh-huh. and read it. Yes you did. Yes you did.
2: <laughs> you know that that was definitely minding my, my black business and what's good business it was. Um and then i i don't I do my best to not be messy and bring down other people especially other black people we we have enough to deal with we don't need drama inside of our community um and I mean some people need to be dragged and talked about, mm-hmm. but you know it's always justified, mm-hmm. like the mean Mary from Mary Mary mm-hmm. um, yeah. You know, I watch Girlfriends, and BAPS is one of my favorite movies. hmm And I show Beyonce love all the time. hmm That's how I'm on my black-ass business.
0: All right, now.
1: <laughs>
0: you get an A+. Plus. <laughs> yeah.
1: I feel I don't know how I'm going to follow any of that up. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. So, I think you can do it. So I used to help out my homie he runs this thing called tech kings and he essentially teaches like middle schoolers and high school kids how to do computer programming and like robotics and stuff like that's like stuff in stem um so i used to help him with um teaching the kids how to code uh, i'm a web developer by trade so I would show the kids, like, basic HTML, basic JavaScript, stuff like that. Because I, grow, like, growing up, I never saw anybody black who worked on computers or did anything with the Internet. Um right. And so I think it's good to see that that's possible. Um, let's see. Like, I'm kind of in Huey's thing. I would like to get into tutoring or some type of coaching. Um, I think... I just like i don't know i just kind of as much as we're talking about being introverts there are some things that i like to kind of like help people with um i had even thought about as far as like not like acting coaches but just like sometimes teaching people about how jokes work and timing is um just kind of some stuff like that because i feel like a lot of people are funny they just have really bad timing um so so yeah part of the comedy though yeah, it is a part of the comedy where it's just like <laughs> with the comedy is bad then that's when the rim shot comes in people just play to like right, young, right. so yeah. um what else i try to do the thing that i try to do that is easier for me to do is show new shows new black shows um mm-hmm. basically like podcast support mm-hmm. i try to do things if i see you out there and I'll listen to your show. Um, I'll slap a hashtag on it and get it into a bigger group. Um, I I don't know if everybody's out here for more plays or something like that. But I think whatever you're doing is dope and more people should hear it. Um, so I definitely try to show support, I think. But that also comes from a selfish place because when I first got in the podcast, then, like I said, we was just our small group and nobody was really like doing the promo for us. So now that I'm in a place... To where I can reach out to other podcasters and podcasters listen out to me, listen to me, then I try to boost them up. Right, I try to do that thing. Like this is something nobody did for me, uh, so I want to do it for you. Um, I'm yeah, I'm with I'm with you as far as the the man podcast too. I want to be a better. I want to create a safe space for people to come and laugh and talk with us. I also want to be a better ally for our lgbtq family and for women like i try to talk to women about things that as a cis hetero man that i can do to be better right like i i'm aware i'm aware of my male privilege i'm aware that sometimes even my presence without me even saying anything can throw off the whole vibe um so those are things where how i can um have conversations and kind of be like hey how, like i'm i'm not here to mess up y'all's vibe I'm, I'm just here to have a good time, too. Um, but those are things that I had to learn, right? Like, I didn't know that. I didn't know that women felt various ways about even men being around. So um, those are things that I try to do to better myself. Those are things that I try to do that um, I try to encourage other men to kind of, like, have those conversations with their LGBTQ fam followers, um, talk about safe spaces, Um and stuff like that so those are the things that I do
0: and so much appreciated from both of you all um, yes I appreciate you I appreciate your time I appreciate your energy I appreciate your advocacy um and support
2: that was Very a good kojic so. yes that you let out mm-hmm. <laughs> good mm-hmm. mm, yes <laughs>
0: you feel the spirit is that what that's going to yes (laughs) also 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 I have thoroughly enjoyed I had a really good time um, and yeah this is going to be fun it's going to be really fun so thank you both Um, I hope you all have a great rest of the evening
2: we hope you have a great rest of the week my love.
0: thank you you too so if you want to know more and you like what you heard don't forget to like subscribe and comment on the podcast also follow the movement on our website mindingmyblackbusiness.com and on our facebook and instagram pages under minding my black business and on twitter under minding my black biz So peace and blessings to us all, family. And when you're out there and they ask you what you're doing, let them know that you're minding my black business.